0: Welcome to Story Chats at Inspy Romance. I'm Elizabeth Madry, and I'm here with my two co-hosts. I'm Norelle
1: Atkins.
0: And I'm Valerie Comer,
1: still coming to you from a center with a beige wall and no cat. And also kind of wobbly internet. So me sitting here like "Eh," for too long, it's uh, because I, yeah. Yeah,
0: it's fun. It's
1: exciting. hopefully,
0: Hopefully I'll be right back. Today, we are talking about CCR set in Louisiana and Oklahoma. So anybody else, as you were reading books set in Oklahoma, find yourself singing? (laughs) Oh, Oklahoma, where the wind goes. No, just me. No, just you. Sorry, just me. Just me. Um, I have no introductory comments or questions about Louisiana and Oklahoma. Do either of you have
2: grand observations about these states? well it's not about the states but I thought I had three books for this episode Mm -hmm. but i then worked out that the author had re-released the book that I'd written a book recommendation for probably five six years ago and it's now in Texas (laughs) so there's we don't have a west instead of having a western in Oklahoma there's a western in Texas so I only have two books but I did have three Okay, but I, you, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to talk about a book that's changed settings because we'll that was just. Yeah, you're it. gonna have to? You need to know.
1: In fact, you should go first with that one, but keep it really short because it's not in Oklahoma.
2: Right. But- oh no, I haven't even I haven't even taken notes. I've only got two written down for today because okay. I just thought there's right, bye bye to my third one.
0: <laughs> that's awesome. Okay. Okay. All right. Well. Um. So I guess we're going to just dive in and talk books. Um. Because because yeah, I had. It's there in the south. Well, Oklahoma's less south than Louisiana. Louisiana, I, I will fully admit that I paired these later southern states weirdly. So there, <laughs> yeah. Louisiana and Oklahoma yeah. make strange bedfellows, but such as it is. So whatever. It's what we're doing. So All right. we're going to talk books.
1: Valerie, you want to go first? What's your first? One? <laughs> sure. My first is Louisiana. And it is an older series, um, Come to Me series by Leah Atwood. Did either of you have that one down? No. No, I... Come, Come to Me Alive is the first book. Um, Bryce Landry is country music's newest, biggest star. You might not know that because you might think it's somebody else. But <laughs> in this world, that's who he is. And um, he had been living a pretty rough life and he found out about a year ago in story time that he was a father and that his um, girlfriend had never told him because um, because he was this rising star and she didn't want to derail his his career and his life and stuff but now she's dying of cancer and now here you go you have I think a six-year-old no four-year-old at that time so uh, that kind of did send him for a bit of a tailspin and and he leaves the little girl with his grandparents part of the time, takes her with him part of the time and he's, he's really grappling it. And also during that time period is when he becomes a Christian. So that, that's all like one year ago and now he's trying to figure out how in fact to make this all work. Um, and then he meets um, Sophie is her name. Uh, She's a kindergarten teacher in the town where his grandparents live with his with his little girl and, um, you know, and the rest is history. So it's kind of fun because she doesn't recognize him. Uh, She's at the park and these ducks go wild and he saves her from these rabid ducks and (laughs) the phone rings and it's uh, and he stops and he turns around and looks because it's his song that's the ringtone and so in cha- I think it's in chapter two. It's pretty early when he tells her who he is and and because uh, he's never even given a first name. And she's like, well, I would, you know, I'd be happy to go on the date you're asking me for, but I don't even know your name. And he goes, can you hand me your phone? And so she's like, oh, sure. And he finds his song and he sings along to it. And then she freaks out. So that's kind of fun. Um, but it's it's a good book and it leads off a really cool series that I enjoyed very very much when it uh, first came out a few years ago
0: do you know the name of the town in Louisiana
1: Odin Bridge okay I don't know if it's a real town or not I never looked it up
0: but it's not (laughs) New Orleans or anything no it's a small town small town okay yeah very good
2: Norelle well, I think we should go to New Orleans next. So, no, or New Orleans. See, I would say no, Orleans. No, Nolans is technically
0: correct. But I,
2: uh, no, I, I'm, N-A-W,
0: Nolans. I N. N A W.
2: No, No, Orleans.
0: No, No, Orleans. Like, like you gnaw on something. No,
2: Nolens.
0: That's a that's very hard <laughs> for an Aussie to, you, to, you to you, say. You saying that? Yeah.
2: Nolens. Nolens. No, I yeah. can't get rid of the O. It's an Aussie <laughs> thing okay Okay, anyway, so louisiana we are in and (laughs) i'm talking about all the more by tony shiloh now this was in the something borrowed that was the christmas wedding set that came out i think it was 2020 so i haven't read this book it's a novella and i was planning to reread it but i got a migraine which completely stuffed all my preparation up for Mm -hmm. all the episodes that we're doing with this recording so um my apologies for that but I really enjoyed this one it was such a sweet story and this is where Layla now I think I've said like l-e-i-l-a-h is that Layla or Layla. Lila it, it is could Layla. be either
0: but it I would say it Layla but it could be Lila yeah it could be either. and
2: she yeah and she's the one who's in a wheelchair she had the um spinal have you guys read this one I have
1: wow.
2: yeah oh good so filling fill in my gaps I yeah and she's the, in the
1: gaps <laughs> i remember it but not in detail
2: okay yeah so she had a um spinal you know a spinal a spinal tumor if i can talk today and is partially paralyzed and is in a wheelchair and this happened quite a number of years ago and so she's become very reclusive and most her world is pretty much online so she's teaching online and she will talk to people online and she has this particular friend reggie who's in denver colorado And so he um, wants to meet her because she's going to be going out to Denver for a wedding with one of the girls in one of the other books. And she really is reluctant to meet him because of a whole range of reasons. And I just love the faith element and the Mm -hmm. spiritual thread in this story. That was really the standout for me in terms of seeing seeing her struggle in terms of being able to, come out of herself and the way he loved her as well was just really well done um and so that's he why i'm bringing she up. was
1: in a wheelchair right no mm-hmm. yeah that's, that was the problem that she didn't want to meet him because mm-hmm. he didn't know that yeah yeah
0: it has some uh an affair to remember shades of and in, in it as well which i i enjoy those little nods
2: yeah Yeah, so that's my first one. So I recommend that. And as I said, I really do need to go and reread. I enjoyed that box set. so And they're all available and you can find them all because they're all connected by a series on Amazon. So you can work, even if you don't have the original set when they were together, you can then go to Amazon and work through the books because they're all connected via a series page. Oh, that's nice. That's
0: very Yeah. All right. So my first one, um, I was worried for a minute when Valerie said she was in Louisiana with an old series. I was like, man, she stole my series, but she didn't. So that's exciting. (laughs) Did you steal my second (laughs) one? But maybe is the um, Cane River series by Mary Jane Hathaway. Uh, it's it's, It's a great series. The first book is The Pepper and the Gumbo. And um, it's set on the Cane River in Louisiana. And the the thing that I love absolutely the most about this series, although I love many, many things about this series, is that they could not be set anywhere else and be the same book. Um, They really give you the flavor of Louisiana. And sometimes we will talk about books that are set in a specific state or something. And really, it could be anywhere really in that region, not necessarily that specific state. Or or, really anywhere. Or anywhere, yeah. Small town USA, anywhere. Um, But these books really, truly embrace the flavors of the Creole and the just the Louisiana... They, they couldn't be anywhere else. So if you want a flavor of Louisiana truly, uh, the Pepper and the Gumbo is the first book. um, and the whole series is just delightful. um and and it weaves in it doesn't it's not historical, but it weaves in the history of the area too, which I think is super fun mm. um as well because
2: Gumbo is food, isn't it?
0: Gumbo is food uh, fairly okay. unique <laughs> to Louisiana. it um it is, yes, it is a Louisiana staple. Uh, it has um, okra, it's like a thick stew. Um, it's delicious, rice and okra and crawfish and delicious things,
1: mm-hmm.
2: yeah.
0: What you got next, Valerie?
1: Oh, uh, shall we go to Oklahoma? Yes. Yes. Where the uh, so this go? is one that I read brand new knowing that we were going to be um, <laughs> talking about Oklahoma. So. Excellent. Uh, It is a love-inspired novel by Brenda Minton called The Prodigal Cowboy. Um, The whole series is set in Oklahoma, so I kind of glanced through the different storylines and I decided that the third book sounded more interesting, so I took a page out of the Norell book and went, I don't need to read books one and two. (laughs) partly because the love inspired ones also tend to be a little bit less linked than what many of us indie authors do yeah Yeah. um so the the hero is a bullfighter and he's been injured and um that becomes important only in that he really kind of has to take some time off and he and the heroine his name is holly had um, had a baby when they were high schoolers and they gave her up for adoption. They, it's not a secret baby. He knew that she was pregnant. Um, they gave her up to, uh, to a private adoption and um, to a woman that they knew who lived in another state. And this was 11 years ago. This child is 11 years old now and the adoptive mom just passed away from cancer. And in her will, she wanted to give Cole and Holly the chance to know their daughter. So it's a completely different take on instant family and, and all that good stuff. And it was a little bit rough and I did not always like Cole very much. <laughs> uh, he, he had a little bit of attitude that, yeah, anyway. Um So they don't talk to each other. They haven't talked to each other really much at all since giving away their baby many years ago. She runs a cafe in rural Oklahoma. She cares for her mother who has early onset dementia. She really doesn't need a sassy 11 year old that she doesn't know, but I mean, she wouldn't dream of not taking her in, but it's just like her life is already so piled full. Um, So, it it it's a really sweet story as you would probably expect from Love Inspired, and I did very much enjoy it. So thanks.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to stay in Oklahoma, in Oklahoma City, actually, okay. and I'm going to well, talk a bit all about-, about the cities.
1: <laughs> yes. yes, so.
2: I'm going to talk about a book I have actually reread, but I haven't reread for a few years, so you'll have to forgive me for that. But I may have spoken about this book in an earlier episode a few years ago too, and that is Sway by Amy Mateo. So I will start by saying this is very much edgy Christian fiction. If you're a conservative reader, then this is the time when you can take a break and get a drink from the fridge or something, <laughs> <laughs> because this is not going to. This is honestly not going to be the book for you, um, because. It is edgy in content. And Caleb, who is a Christian, he's in a, the story opens of him in this very seedy bar in Oklahoma City. And he is there for a reason. You find out why he's there. He's not he's not like backsliding or anything like that. He's legitimately there for a reason. And he sees this bar fight and this girl who's who's this very young girl there that's sort of on her own and he rescues her from this situation in the bar and when they first meet there's a really strong attraction between these um this couple the chemistry is very much there from the get-go and is very much in the story so if you really like the sort of general market sweet clean where you've got that strong attraction that's on the page and is probably more there than the typical CCR then you would like this one as well and um Kate was there because it's her I think it's her 21st birthday. I think it was hers or it might have been a friend's. And this is not something she normally goes to. And all her friends abandon her to chase one night stands. And so she's stuck in this bar and is like, all my friends have left me, which is like the girl code is that you don't do that. So her friends are are really not good friends to be doing this to her because that's not the way people usually behave, particularly at that age. And so she's abandoned in this bar and she gets herself into a sticky situation and Caleb rescues her. And so then things start. But what I really liked about this book is it really addresses the unequally yoked issue as well. And there's some stuff that comes out in terms of Kate's background and her parents. And it was like I remember I can still remember reading this book and getting a visceral reaction to when I heard what was going on. Hmm. It was like a big wow. Oh, my goodness, this is massive, what's happening in the story. And I was, I could not put this book down. This is one I read so fast. I devoured this book the first time I read it. And when I reread it, I also read it very quickly as well. And it's very, um, the spiritual threads very and the faith element is very um, organic to the story as well. And you couldn't pull it out. You couldn't make, you couldn't pull out the faith thread and still have the story stand either. Yes. So it's it's probably not everyone's cup of tea sway, but if you tend to like all the things I've talked about, then go read it. Excellent. Sure. All
0: right. Well, yep. Yeah, I will stay in Oklahoma Um I read Finding the Road Home by Tina Radcliffe, which um, is a love-inspired set in Oklahoma. And I will admit that I was very concerned about reading it because the man on the cover has on a cowboy hat. Thankfully. Of course it does. Thankfully, he is a sheriff, not a cowboy. Yes. Phew. (laughs) A nerve. I did not have to read a cowboy book. I was very excited about that. I'm <laughs> um, glad you like my
1: books. You do, I, right? I
0: love your books. I Pick love it. I love yeah. selected cowboy books, but in general, I am not a fan of the oeuvre. <laughs> so mm-hmm. um, the heroine, and I'm looking, and I didn't write her name down. And now I was like, I'm not going to forget that. Mm, yeah. Yes, I did. Anyway, she is new to town. Uh, She was hired as a new police officer. He was told that they would be getting some additional funding, which they really need, um, so that they could hire an additional officer, especially as they have someone getting ready to retire. And so they hired her. She had been, I think, in Denver. So like a city, big city police officer. She's got like seven or nine years of experience doing this. But she also is a single mom of, I think, four or six children, because she took in her sister's children, her twin sister's children, when her twin sister and her twin sister's husband were killed in a car crash. So she's had this instant family sort of dumped in her lap. And she knows that being a big city cop is not necessarily conducive to also raising all these small children. So her grandmother moves with her to the town so she does have help so that's good right. um but i love the fact that he is drawn to her in part because he had raised his siblings from the time he was 18 when his family his parents were killed and so he really understands what she's going through with this and what it does to your life to to have to put your life on hold to take care of other people um but it was really gentle and really sweet and just sort of just a quiet walk into love. You know, it was not super angsty. It was just really light and and sweet and, and delicious. Um, Which it was, well, it was a sweet because like I feel like I'm having a lot of angsty reads lately, uh, which is not usually my jam. Super angst is not my thing. So this was just like a little bit of sorbet between courses. It was lovely.
1: nice i'm sure
0: she could use that in marketing absolutely yeah yeah (laughs) feel free tina go ahead (laughs) love inspired editors
1: (laughs) do you have a third one valerie um i do i'm back in louisiana are you guys going to follow me to louisiana
0: no my third one's in oklahoma
1: i'm uh, done remember. remember and valerie remember i lost
0: Neural can- <laughs> doesn't have any more so my book ran away
1: to texas sorry <laughs> <laughs> the road diverges here yep. um and it's writing home by amy anguish is uh, the one i'm choosing and this is um i cannot pronounce the word but it's a letter writing novel where the, the- epistolary
2: Epist- sure yeah that it's word. Yes. I, wrote it down.
1: I wrote it down and I, I mean I had to like look up the spelling and then I'm like I'm not even gonna try to say that time. um so the uh, heroine is a girl named Christiana who goes by Chris and she tells her childhood best friend that she's tired of social media and all the hoopla and she just wants an old-fashioned pen pal and her friend with the devious gleam in her eye that Chris did not see says <laughs> Oh, I have a cousin who who would make a really good pen pal. My cousin doesn't like to be on social media either. My cousin is good at this sort of thing. Cousin's name, my cousin is Jordan. And so it uh, turns out Jordan's guy. But, but the best friend never says that. <laughs> so Jordan writes... <laughs> a letter and she's like oh Jordan's kind of into fishing and and stuff and that's great maybe they all are in um, (laughs) in Louisiana because she's in Alabama so this is a split place kind of story Um, but he figures out pretty quick that um, she's not and he thinks at first too that it's a guy right Chris Yeah. so but he figures out after her first letter he's like not a guy yeah so he he admits to her so it's not like this hidden identity thing for a long time but it was still was kind of cute um but they decide to keep writing anyway because why not they're two states away when are they ever going to meet they might as well just have this friendship but of course it's a romance novel so never mind that cool i love
0: it that sounds fun i haven't Mm. read
1: that one and i i think that might be the first one of amy's that i'd read so uh it was fun yeah
0: Cool. So my last one then is Return to Hope. And I'm probably going to butcher this author name and I apologize in advance. I believe it's Christian, but it's spelled K-R-I-S-T-I-A-N. Would you pronounce that Christian? Yeah. Christian? Christian? It could be Christian. I I froze up there in the middle. What book are we on? Return to Hope. And it's by either Christian or Christian. I'm going to go with libel, L-I-B-E-L. Label. Yeah, Label. I, I I sure. apologize. I can come up with like four different ways to say each each name in your name, and I'm not sure which one is correct. So, um, Adrian is the heroine, and she is recently widowed. So she's a single mom. She has a five year old Valerie. So you would enjoy that. Uh, she ends up uh, leaving one town in Oklahoma, about two hours away from where she grew up, to go back home to her hometown um, to live with her parents while she tries to sort of regroup, um, after her husband has been killed. And, um, she just sort of wants to get back on her feet, figure out money, that kind of thing, and then probably move back to the other town where their life was. Um, especially because her high school boyfriend is still in hometown and they had a really bad breakup. Uh, Right before college, it was very traumatic. She's absolutely not over it. Um, She hates him with the passion of a thousand fiery sons. And, um, but he has changed and he's desperate for her to see that he's changed. He's, he's become a Christian. He wasn't at the time. Uh, He's, of course, the kindergartner teacher. So Uh. she had, she can't avoid him. Uh, and he falls in love with her son, Jordan. I think Jordan. Uh, and so it's, you know, she can't avoid him because she's her, he's her son's teacher. So you got sort of that forced proximity in there that's fairly realistic. Um, I did occasionally, I liked the story. It was good. And I finished it. And I absolutely will read more in the series. Occasionally, I felt like, he was a little too pushy about, you need to get over this so that we can be together. Because I was like, if Adrian was my friend, I'd be like, let's take a step back. You can come live with me. We'll go move to another town and give you some space. Because he was really kind of pushy about it. Um, And he did, you know, he felt God, well, like he, he had, I don't, People have varying thoughts. Both of them hear God speaking to them like in italicized thoughts. So God pretty clearly told him, you know, just be patient. She's going to be yours kind of thing. So it made sense in the book, but every now and then I was just like, back off, buddy. She said no. So, um, but they do end up obviously together in the end.
1: It's so (laughs) tricky as as an author to navigate that because you don't want every story, every second chance story where they're, enemies to lovers to have the same yeah dynamic you need some yeah. variation and yet other times you look at it and you go i i wouldn't fall for this guy because he's just being rude yeah yeah
0: and she i mean i will say she didn't cross the line it, it wasn't like a dnf level cross the line there were just a couple moments where i'm, mm, I'm watching you you know
1: <laughs> yeah
0: so um but it was it was good and I'd never read um anything by her before. So um that's always kind of fun. I like to try new authors, try new things. Yeah. Then Kindle Unlimited, which is also a bonus for me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Excellent. All right. Uh final Louisiana Oklahoma thoughts.
1: We have been there. We have. <laughs> we have been there. <laughs> <Like these books. laughs>
2: so does this mean we finish the South then? Have we finished the south? The south. I think we. Might. I don't know. Whatever people say, the south is <laughs> whatever <laughs> the south
1: says the
0: south is. Whatever what I, is I say. Um, yeah, I think I think we have because next month we will hit Texas,
1: and which then is after, south, but not the south.
0: No, it's Texas. It's its own thing. <laughs> but it is I mean, <laughs> yeah. on the map. Yeah.
2: Well, it, it is. South, south it's of the a southwest,
0: lot of technically, which is different from the south. Like there's the South and then there's Southwest, which is a separate thing. And then within the Southwest, Texas is its own thing because it's Texas. Um, you know. All right. So, yeah.
1: So yeah, so we're done with the going South. To be all cowboys all the
2: time in Texas.
0: No,
1: we will not.
2: <laughs> I'm I will intentionally make sure that my books are not all cowboy books. I will it's also
0: actually... be looking for non
2: cowboy. <laughs> oh, I could not books. resist. And there's so together. many there are so many books in texas because i've already started looking at texas there's yeah, so many there books that aren't cowboys because texas has um well, texas got
0: is huge they've Houston. Got, you've yeah. got the
2: gulf coast yeah they've got Consider this your teaser dear reader right yeah yeah
0: for next one we could probably do several episodes on books set in texas because yes. there are so many but there we're are doing one so you get a small sampling. <laughs>
1: No more than nine books that we thought were worthy of mention. That's
2: right. But now you all have a heads up that we're doing this. You can go and read Texas at the same time as we read Texas and let us know (laughs) in the comments on YouTube if (laughs) we read the same books. There
0: you go. There you go. Absolutely. Um, And also, while you're there on YouTube, comment about Louisiana and Oklahoma if you've read any of those. Um, Or others, any other thoughts? Yeah, the, what we've covered or other things that we missed, because I'm sure I'm sure we missed plenty. Because we talked about
1: like eight books. So. Yeah,
0: yeah, we missed plenty. So um and Cooney's gonna return next yes. month. Yes, we next hope. month Cooney will be back. <laughs> so we, we um we will look forward to seeing you then next month. Um, but we'll also look forward to seeing you next week because this um, you know, which will be next month, so okay. uh <laughs> This isn't awkward at all. <laughs> I dragged at all. Totally off script. This is why we have a script. No. Um, so um, don't forget to subscribe and hit the notification bell. And we will see you next week. Don't
1: forget to fall in love with a good book. <laughs>
2: Bye. Bye.
1: I think you got all that in there. <laughs> Bye, everyone. <laughs>